0: Hello! Welcome to another story about the Peters children. This week's story centers around Todd Hicks. If you've been listening for any length of time, you'll recognize the name of Todd Hicks as the bombastic, brash, but lovable friend of Pearson and his best friend, Finn Wells. As you listen to this week's episode, Todd Hicks is saved. Don't forget to listen for the hymn title or a line from a hymn within the story. If you recognize it, email us at whimsywinds at gmail.com and if yours is the first correct answer we receive we will send you a prize. Last week there were two hymns in the story Pearson the cheerful giver. Holly from Lafayette California recognized one of the hymn lines from the hymn Blessed Assurance and Madeline from Concord California sent in the correct hymn title of His Eye is on the Sparrow. So let's hear it for Holly and Madeline. Now, let's hunker down and listen to Todd Hicks is Saved. Dude! It'll be awesome! You just gotta come! I'm turning eight! My mom says we can stay up as long as we want, too. Todd Hicks was absolutely over the moon with excitement as he explained about his upcoming party to Pearson during P.E. Pearson, who didn't break his stride while running around the track with Todd, looked sideways and said, I'm sure I can come to the party, Todd. I just know Daddy and Mama Peters probably won't want me to spend the night. Hey, that's bogus. You gotta check in with Daddy P on that. It's gonna be off the hook. Todd pressed Pearson, who was beginning to feel a touch uncomfortable with the pressure. Well, I'll check with them, but they don't like sleepovers, Todd. Finn Wells, who was pretty much Pearson's best friend, was a step or two behind Pearson and Todd on the track but he picked up the pace to catch up. Hey, what are you guys talking about? Finn was breathless from running so hard. Oh, we're talking about Todd's party, Finn, Pearson answered. I'm so excited, Todd. I can't wait. Finn was still a bit out of breath. Hey, thanks, Finn. It's going to be so awesome. I'm trying to get this bro to spend the night, Todd pointed at Pearson. It's not up to me, Todd. I've already told you that. Pearson felt the slightest twinge of impatience with Todd, and besides, he was trying to focus on finishing his run. All three of the boys finished their run and cooled down for the next few minutes before Todd started talking about his party again. I really want both of you dudes to spend the night. I gotta talk to Daddy P, Pierce. Finn came to Pearson's defense and quickly interjected, Todd, he's not allowed. His parents don't want him to spend the night away from home. I don't even know if my parents will let me spend the night. I've never spent the night away from home except at my grandma's house. Pearson was relieved that Finn had come to his rescue. Well, maybe I should change that then. You guys got to be at my whole party. I mean, it's going to be so cool. I invited like everyone in the class, but I don't care as much about them. You guys are my bros. Pearson smiled and shook his head. Todd was forever entertaining everyone with his expressions. Todd's party was still a full three weeks away, but it was all Todd could talk about. Pearson understood, though when he turned 8 in october it was a big deal turning 8 definitely had its advantages like he could start riding in the front passenger seat of the car which he had been looking forward to for quite some time plus todd's party was supposed to be pretty awesome they were planning to go to laser tag and then to the arcade and mrs hicks was going to give the boys a bag of coins to play whatever games they wanted pearson was nearly as excited as todd later that afternoon when pearson and penelope arrived home from school Mama Peters greeted them with the usual cookie and hug, and ushered them into the kitchen so she could chat with them while preparing dinner. She sat at the kitchen table chopping celery, with Patience and Priscilla watching carefully. Pearson noticed how big his baby sisters were, and for a moment he was sad that they were no longer the teeny tiny little babies they had been only a few short months before. But still, they were so adorable as they flashed their big gummy grins at him. How was your day? Mama Peters asked, which was her typical first question. Penelope was the first to respond in her usual fast-paced cadence. "'Great! Mrs. Grable started us on a whole new project. I'm so excited. We get to do some painting of what—' She was talking so fast, she began to stumble on her words. "'We get to do some painting of shapes with watercolors. It's so neat. I love it!' She came up for air, but only briefly before she began again. "'Mrs. Grable said it will take us a few weeks, and that we'll have to do our very best, because she's going to put the paintings on display for open house.' "'Open house? Already?' Mama Peters could not believe it. Well, yes, the project is supposed to take us like a few weeks, and she says by then it's time to get ready for open house. Well, I guess that does make sense, Mama Peters responded. That'll put us right at the end of April. Wow, time sure does fly. She shook her head in disbelief. I know, I'm going to be in second grade. I feel so old. Well, how about we get through the first grade before we move on to second, Mama Peters suggested. Although I understand the feeling of time passing, it always hits me hardest when it begins to feel like spring. Pearson, who had been patiently waiting for an opportunity to speak to Mama Peters about Todd's party, saw his chance. He made a smooth segue as he changed the subject. Mama Peters? Speaking of a few weeks away, Todd's birthday party is in three weeks, and he asked me if I could spend the night. Am I going to be able to stay for the sleepover? Pearson asked hesitantly. Oh, that should be a fun party, but we'll plan to have Daddy Peters pick you up before the sleepover part. It's a long story, and we can give you all of our full reasons when you're older, but Daddy Peters and I don't want you to go to sleepovers. I know, Mama Peters, and that's fine, but what'll I tell Todd about why I can't come? He was really wanting me to come and putting pressure on me. That's a tough spot for you. I understand how that might have been a struggle to answer that question. You can just explain that Daddy and Mama Peters don't think sleepovers are wrong, but we would prefer you sleep under our roof where we can better see and know what's happening. Ha! That's not going to fly with Todd, Mama Peters. He pushes hard for everything he wants. It's like trying to fight off a hungry bear. That's a simile, which we learned about today in school. Trying to fight off a hungry bear means that it's a hard battle that's almost impossible to win. Nice simile, Piers, and I can certainly understand how that might be with Todd. He's definitely eager and insistent, and he wants an explanation and a reason for everything. If your answers don't suffice, he can just ask us directly. Well, Mama Peters, don't be surprised when you get a phone call from Todd Hicks trying to convince you that I should spend the night at his house. Well, Piers, he's coming over tomorrow after school. I told his mom we could watch him, so he'll have every opportunity to talk to us then. Oh, cool. That's great. Can Finn come too, Mama? because it's Friday tomorrow and there's no school on Saturday. He reminded Mama just in case she'd forgotten. Mama softly chuckled. (laughs) I know what day it is tomorrow, Piers, and yes, Finn can come over too. Now, I'd appreciate if you chop all the veggies for the salad, Piers. Pen, you rock Prissy girl. She needs to get some sleep. And patience, you be patient, Mama Peter said, picking patience up and squeezing her generous thighs. The next afternoon... Penelope, Pearson, Finn, and Todd all got off the bus with an air of excitement about the weekend. Penelope was looking forward to Daddy Peters coming home early and taking her to softball practice. How she loved softball practice! She was getting more and more serious about her softball skills and could hardly wait for the games, which were to begin in a week. She bounded in the door and was surprised that Daddy Peters had beaten her home. He had already changed his clothes and was ready to whisk her off to softball practice. She quickly greeted Mama Peters with a hug and grabbed a cookie before dashing off with Daddy Peters. Penelope so enjoyed her time with Daddy Peters in the car. He always asked her questions about school and her friends, and he was an interested listener. Not only was it a good time to catch up, but Daddy Peters told the best knock knock jokes. Her favorite one was, Knock knock, who's there? A little old lady. A little old lady who? I had no idea you could yodel. She thought that one was hilarious. But whenever Daddy Peters told Pearson's favorite, it had her snorting with laughter because Pearson laughed so hard he could hardly catch his breath. Knock, knock. Who's there? Europe. Europe who? No, I'm not. There was no shortage of knock-knock jokes in Daddy Peters' repertoire. Sometimes he had to remind Pearson not to repeat certain ones, like the Europe one. Mama Peters never really appreciated potty talk, even when the joke was undeniably hilarious. After Daddy Peters and Penelope had left for practice, Pearson, Finn, and Todd all sat down at the kitchen table, chomping on their cookies and playing with Priscilla and Patience. Mama P, these cookies are off the hook. Wow, you are so lucky, Pearson, Todd said as he finished off his chocolate chip cookie. He was right. Pearson knew that Mama Peters was the best cook in the whole wide world. Her cookies were always soft and she kept a handy glass container full of them in the freezer for their daily consumption. She regularly put one of her scrumptious cookies in Daddy Peter's lunch every day. In fact, Daddy Peter's frequently blamed the cookies and playfully blamed Mama that his belly was growing with each bite of cookie he took. Well, thank you, Todd. I'm so glad you like them. Maybe I'll make a fresh plate for you to go home with, Mama Peter's offered generously. Would you? Hey, that'd be awesome. My mom never cooks nothing. Well, I don't know how she could, Todd. She has a full schedule. I'm amazed with how much she can do while working full-time. You're never in need of anything, and she's usually home with you after school. I really admire your mom. Yeah. I guess. Todd didn't sound quite convinced. But you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Todd sounded sad and grown up all at once. Sure, I get everything I want, but I don't know. By the way, Mama P. Pearson and Finn said they can't spend the night at my house, so we're changing the party, okay? We're going to have no sleepover, but we're going to start earlier. Well, that sounds fine by me, Todd. Mama glanced and winked at Pearson, who was smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, it'll still be fun, but not as awesome since they can't spend the night. I'm sure it'll still be fun, Todd. I don't know what Mr. and Mrs. Wells' reasons are, but Daddy Peters and I just feel it's wise for us. I'm sure there's lots of rules that your mom has that are different than our rules. Parents make their own set of rules which they think are wise and will work for their family. Nah, my mom lets me do whatever I want. My dad, too. I almost never see my dad. But when I do, he doesn't care if we spend the whole time playing video games. Todd's voice was tinged with sadness. I get to do tons. A lot of times he buys me new stuff. He never tells me I can't have stuff. Mom, too. Well, I'm sure there are some things you can't have, bud but no matter what, it's their choice. They need to do what they think is best for you, Mama Peters replied gently. Yeah, I guess, but it just stinks sometimes. It stinks because I almost never see my dad and my mom is stressed all the time. I don't know. Here, it's just chill. And Priscilla and Patience, they're so cute. It was Finn's turn to weigh in. Todd, you told me it's awesome to get whatever you want. I think that's so cool, too. Piers and I always get your leftovers, so that makes it extra cool. Finn didn't see a problem, and he certainly couldn't figure out why Todd seemed so unhappy. Yeah, and your party's coming up soon, and it's going to be so awesome, Pearson added. Dude, you know it's going to be awesome. But sometimes, though, I think I'd rather have a little less if my parents could be in the same house. You know what I mean? Like not divorced? Finn asked. Yeah, Todd's voice was sad again. Mama Peters looked at Pearson and Finn, and then at Todd. She made sure to choose her words carefully. Todd, I do understand. God's design is for husbands and wives to stay married, and it can be very hard when that doesn't happen. Todd looked at Mama Peters. Pearson looked at Todd and noticed his eyes were filled with shiny pools of tears. Pearson had never before really felt sorry for Todd until now. Todd was the kind of person who was always super confident and exuded strength on the outside. Most times, it was hard to know what was happening on Todd's insides, but today was different. Pearson's heart was filled with compassion for his friend, who he could tell was hurting. But you know what, Todd, Mama continued, God's design isn't really for any of this. We have all strayed so far from God's design for us as people. We sin every single day. We all disobey God's word in some way, and we sin multiple times throughout the course of every day. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that's true for every person. So lying, cheating, being rude, disobedient, unkind, even divorcing, and a whole host of other awful things are not at all part of God's design. But the great thing is, God, because he loved us while we were still dead in our sins, sent Jesus, his only son, to die on the cross. Everyone who has ever been born or will be born is born dead in their sins, which means that we simply cannot do right or be right or think right unless God changes us without any help from us. He is the only one who can change us from the inside out. And the very best thing of all, When you know that you are in need of change and that you are desperate for comfort in life from hard things, Jesus will be a close friend to you. And he'll be a dad to you, Todd. Better than any dad on earth could ever be. By now, Todd's eyes had spilled over and tears were rolling freely down his cheeks. Both Pearson and Finn sat quietly. They didn't want Todd to feel embarrassed since they knew that Todd didn't really like to show his emotions. Plus, They both felt so bad for their friend that they felt like crying, too. Mama Peters placed her arm around Todd and spoke softly. Todd, I know that you have a lot of hurt and sadness inside, and God sees and knows all of that, but more than your hurting and sadness, believe it or not, is the need for God to save you from your sins. Does that make sense? Todd nodded and spoke ever so quietly. You mean like when I brag all the time? Daddy P told me that bragging isn't giving glory to God. Exactly, Todd. We're so full of sins and so full of ourselves, Mama continued to explain. We're a lost cause to try to think good or to do good without God changing our hearts. And Todd, God wants to change your heart. It doesn't mean that your parents will get married again or that your living situation will necessarily change. But it will mean that you will be free from the power and guilt of sin in your life. You know, Mama P, I tried to stop bragging. But I couldn't help bragging when I told Pearson that my party is going to be the best party he's ever been to. And I think that was just me trying to do something right without God's help. That's the point, Todd. Do you know that you can't do anything good without God? There is no other name by which you can be saved. Jesus is the only one who can save you. Jesus is God in the form of man, and Jesus died on the cross for your sins, and he rose again three days later. Death had no power over Jesus, and pretty soon, on Easter, we'll be celebrating the resurrection. When we die as Christians, we aren't really dying. We're passing from this life to the next eternal life in heaven, which is so much better than life on earth. Ta's eyes moistened again, and it wasn't long before full-on tears were gushing down his cheeks. Mama Peters was misty-eyed too. Todd, all you have to do is repent. That means to hate and forsake your sin and believe in Christ, and you will be saved. I do believe in Jesus, Mama P, and I'm starting to really hate all my stupid sin. Pearson and Finn always tell me I have a potty mouth too, and I don't want it anymore. I hate that sin stuff, and that's a good thing, Todd. You know you can pray and repent of your sins any time, anywhere. There are no special words you need to say. But if you believe in your heart that Jesus died and rose from the dead and call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible says you will be saved. Todd's response was emotion filled, and through tears he began to speak before anyone realized that he was praying. God, I want to call on you. You're the only one who can make me better and help me not to sin. Daddy Pete told me that this cost of sin is death, and that you gave your free gift of Jesus. I don't want to die and go to hell, and I know you're the only way to heaven. Please save me. Please take me to heaven when I die. I hate this sin stuff. I don't want to do it anymore. Help me, please. Mama Peters waited to speak until she was certain that Todd was finished praying. I'm going to pray too, Todd. With a voice choked with emotion, she prayed. Lord God, we are so thankful that you alone change our hearts. You alone are responsible for that work and you alone have begun a good work in Todd today. Thank you, Lord, that for your own mysterious reasons you have seen fit to reach down and save these boys and me. Lord, we deserve nothing good, but you give us all good things to enjoy. Please grow Todd into a man after your own heart. Thank you for the joy of your salvation. Help him to know that you love him more than any parent on earth could ever love him. O oh, Lord, we praise your holy name. Mama Peters looked up. She wiped her teary eyes with a tissue. I'm reminded of the sweet song. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. Todd? "'Today you have received your sight. "'You are no longer blind to your sin. "'Praise the holy name of Jesus.'" "'Dude!' Todd blurted out, as he often did. "'It's awesome! I can't wait to tell my mom! "'Maybe we can come to church on Sunday, too! "'She's super stressed out!' "'I'll mention it to her, too, Todd,' Mama Peters assured him. "'Hey, Todd, you know what?' "'It was Pearson speaking now. "'They're having a party for you up in heaven!' Because Daddy Peters told me that angels in heaven rejoice when even one sinner repents. Finn spoke next. So guess what? You get two parties, Todd. One today and another one in a few weeks. i bet the one in heaven was a surprise party. Because they wouldn't have expected what happened to me today, Todd said loudly. Everyone around that table felt a sense of joy wash over them. Pearson felt that his heart just might burst because of the overwhelming joy he felt as he repeated the hymn line in his head. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. This is Grandmom's Corner. What a good ending to that story! I loved hearing about Todd Hicks's conversion to Jesus. Our hope here at Whimsy Winds is that if any of you who are listening don't know Jesus that you will someday. Remember, you can call on God's name anytime or anywhere, just like Mama Peters told Todd. Recently, one of our granddaughters, who is six years old, told me that she had called on Jesus' name and that she had become a Christian. We were thrilled to hear that happy news. Let me stop right here and tell you about the good news. The good news is that Jesus died on the cross for the sins of those who believe. He was buried and he rose from the dead three days later. You must first admit you're a sinner. You might be asking, what's sin? Or what does it mean to sin? Well, have you ever told a lie? Or disobeyed your mom or dad? Or griped and complained when they told you it was time for bed? Or sassed them? Thought a mean thought? Everyone has done all of those things because we're sinners, and we've sinned against God. But the great part of that scenario is this. If you believe that Jesus died for those ugly, rotten sins and rose again after three days of being buried in a tomb, the Bible says you will be saved, just like Todd and billions of others who have called on Jesus' name. Romans 10:13 from the Bible says this, For whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Whoever refers to every single person on the planet. And rather than saying whoever, insert your name there instead, like this. For if Millie calls on the name of the Lord, she will be saved. Or if Wes calls upon the name of the Lord, he will be saved. We pray that each of you listening knows Jesus because salvation is the best gift ever. The Lord willing, we will be here next week for another episode of Alpha Peter's Children. Bye for now.